0: Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message.
1: No matter what the situation is, we know that we have a helper in the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. He's always by our side. He's always present ever present hope in time of need. Amen.
0: to prepare yourself for the man of God that is about to be on the stage. He's a prayer warrior leader, he's our energy pastor, demon slayer, man of God, very serviceable, very Uh, humble. At this time I would like to invite to the stage your pastor a pasta, pasta, na na,
2: What a blessing, what a blessing,
3: what an honor. I say what a blessing, what an honor. are you excited to be in the house of yes. the Lord? If you are excited,
2: somebody make some noise in the presence of the Lord. I want you to feel the anointing that is in the house right now, come on, somebody lift up your hand, lift up your hand unto him, begin to glorify the name of the Lord, lift up your hands, begin to speak in the spirit right now in the name of Jesus, allow the Holy Spirit to minister unto you, come on, lift up your hands. Everybody. Do you believe the presence of the Lord is here? Yes. Do you believe it? Then avail yourself for the Spirit to speak unto you. Everybody. Amen. Begin to speak in the Spirit right now in the name of Jesus Christ. The Son of the living God. my In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Our and my. He lost you up.
3: Jesus! Forever and ever. Every hand lifted up. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, power and mind. Power. power and mind. Yes. He lost you up. Your Forever, Forever and ever. oh amen 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 amen, amen, amen. amen. Oh, yes so oh, oh, yes Lord God, Jesus, For you, unless you don't understand who the Lord is to you, somebody be sensitive right now. The the Lord that is here right now She's be activated. yes, Lord,
2: before you right now, Jesus. Jesus. Jesus,
3: come and take your place. Come and fill our hearts, oh God, come and take your place. Holy Ghost Holy Ghost Holy Ghost Open, open my eyes to see, see Jesus, Jesus.
2: Of the, poor. the Bible says that Stephen, when he was stoned, the Bible said that he lifted up his eyes unto heavens and he said, I see Jesus, if only. I don't know what has afflicted you. I don't know what you are going through. I don't know what stones that are hitting you right now. But if you can lift up your eyes unto the Lord, okay. you will see Jesus. And he is here to redeem you. He
3: is here to, to set you free. He is here. My God, somebody, the Lord is taking hold of your life right now. And the thing that has afflicted you, he is taking over. Yeah.
2: hallelujah father in the name of Jesus the son of the living God father we thank you and we bless you for your goodness and mercy. we thank you for your favor we thank you for your presence that is here my God father to set us free from every limitations every embargo of the enemy that has tormented us that has taken hold from us oh god that even lord we cannot hear
3: your word and walk in your word. this morning we pray that lord you increase your spirit upon Because let every contrary spirit, the spirit that is here, that is not of you, Father God Almighty, we destroy that spirit, we nullify that spirit, we reject every spirit contrary to us and have your way. Let the hand, let the wind of the Lord move over everyone that is here this morning, my God. Let sickness be taken away. in a relationship that is not working let it be destroyed right now in the name of Jesus
2: Father take control and let any barren anything that considered barrenness in our life my God let fruitfulness let
3: the spirit of fruitfulness come over us Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, Father have your way, may everyone love you, may everyone love one another, may our eyes be open to behold the wondrousness. Yes, another, another, oh yes, another, another.
2: Father, i give myself to you i submit myself fully oh god father forgive me my sins oh lord if there is anything i have done that does not please you father cleanse me my god for in sin did my mother conceive me i submit myself and humbly come before you before your children may they not see the physical of me oh god but may they see christ in me may they see jesus that your word will not come void. It will have its manifestation In their lives In Jesus mighty name That I pray And let every saint say amen Amen. Oh make some noise to glorify the name of the Lord Make some noise to glorify the name of the Lord In Jesus name Please be seated in the presence of the Lord If you are excited like me For those Thank you For those who are sitting far, please, Michelle, I know you like to sit at the outer pew, but today I really want you to sit in the inner pew. Even if you sit in the front floor and enjoy Lady Pastanita, she's such a pleasant person to sit next to. You will be eating cookies and chocolates when you are in church. You will never fall asleep. Hallelujah. (laughs) Wow. Are you excited? I am. Jeremiah 32, verse 26. I just want to show this scripture to encourage you if you are in the house of the Lord. Jeremiah, please. 32, verse 26. I'm reading to 27. I believe the Lord is going to do something new in your life this morning. Hallelujah. I say something new. It's about to happen to you right now in the name of Jesus. Depending the way you feel right now, if you feel the Spirit of the Lord is upon you. Then, Jesus said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me and he has anointed me. It has, except the Spirit come upon you and anoint you. There's nothing you can do. You cannot even, even hear my voice. Except the Spirit come and quicken you. The words that I speak, they are spirits and they are life. And the flesh, the Bible says that it profited nothing. So if you allow the flesh of you to sit here, then you will hear nothing of me. Are we together? So I need you to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. And don't look at this natural body. Trust me. It will disgrace you. Because the old man of me is not good. But the inner man where the eyes of a man cannot see. Only God opened your eyes. So that's why I sang, and I said, Lord, open my eyes to see Jesus seated upon. You are not singing. You don't believe. Church, until we humble ourselves and come and flow with what the Holy Spirit is leading us, nothing. You can be in a church and you will be, become a spectator just watching and looking you live with nothing i'm telling you but if you believe the church will become a Bethesda for you as you come sickness and disease will disappear burdens will be removed from your shoulder your steps will be ordered by the Christ of the Lord Jesus Christ god will pour favor over you hallelujah favor before man and favor before god things that you do not believe will happen in the realm of the Spirit, God will do it unto you. If you believe this, put your hands together. Jeremiah 32 verse 20 says, I see my nephew sitting at the back. You are welcome. Why are you sitting afar? Come forward, please. If you have come to church to hear, put your hands together for my, my, my nephew. You can come and sit anywhere. There are so many spaces here. Amen. Nobody should sit after Rhoda. Nobody should sit behind, sorry, behind Rhoda, please. So either you sit in front of Rhoda or you come more forward. Hallelujah. The Bible said that then came the word of the Lord. I want you to personalize this to yourself. Then the word of God will have its free course in you. Something is about to happen. I say something is about to happen right now. Says something is about to happen. Because the word of God is speaking to you right now. And when his word comes, when his presence comes, things happen. Demons disappear. The Bible said that when we gathered in an assembly, the voice of Satan is lowered. The voice is his word. Hallelujah. And the Bible said that the word of God came unto our brother M.S. John. Why you don't believe? You say no. You see? Are you with me? Scripture is for us. It's not for those. The Bible says in Romans, these things that are written are full time. For what? Our learning purposes. That we may have what? We may have hope in each church. Where did you sleep last night? Please, bring your mind here. Work with me, please. I I want to feel your presence. The word of God in the Bible has written for us that we will not be discouraged if we believe that God was able to call a woman who was barren for years and cause that woman to bear fruit. If you are barren here, I want you to believe in the word of God and have faith that you will bear fruit. Until you believe, it will not happen. So those things in the Bible that are written, it's not a myth or a story. It has written to encourage us and increase our faith. If you don't read and believe, it will not happen to you. It will not. Bible is there, but until you open and read, it's not a Bible. It's a book, like any other book. So the Bible said that then the word of God, the word of the Lord came unto any one of us that is here, saying, continue, verse 27, Behold! My God, (laughs) behold, I am who? The Lord of God, of what? Do you have a flesh in you? I said, do you have a flesh? And can your flesh deceive you? Then the word of God has appeared. And he's telling you, is there anything in your life that you are struggling? That is too difficult. That to unto the mighty God that you serve, if you can declare this over your life, that his word... Is a lamp onto my feet and a light onto my path. Then the light will come and bring illumination to illuminate every darkness. The darkness of the enemy, the darkness of divorce, the darkness of poverty, the darkness of sickness. Bible is telling you that there is nothing that is too difficult for him. But these things can become meaningful when you begin to believe. I know you have the burden. I do have a burden. If I have to stand here and list my burden, we will not live tonight or this, uh, this afternoon. But I fix my eyes unto the Lord. Whence comes my help? My help comes from the Lord. Manhattan, I came to encourage you that the Lord is with us. Until we can believe in his word, we will struggle. Hallelujah. So this morning, I want you to believe in the word for, or for what it is coming unto you. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. And average Christian in our life prays. Average Christian in our life these days, they pray more than a lot of pastors and shepherds. It's true. If you believe you have given your prayer to a pastor to pray, you will take the prayer. But you must be a priest on your own hallelujah I said you must be a priest on your own I'm not saying doubt your prayer doubt your pastors but I'm challenging you to think about others to think about you being a priest so that you can also pray for somebody rather than always giving it to the pastor and eating and sleeping and telling the pastor to fast with you but yet you are not fasting but the pastor has emptied his stomach And fasting for you and you are eating (laughs) I don't want to say (laughs) it is true many of us we pray more than the pastors and we pray more than the the prophets and the teachers and everyone that we have but do you know our prayer points that we pray we pray for money we pray for things around us things pertaining only to you and you and yourself. That is all that you pray for, except others. Some of the prayer topics are money, husbands, wives. Anyway, I always say, even praying for wives and husbands, many of us are not ready, but that's what we pray for. It is the reasons why when we enter, we don't see the value of it and we lose it because you don't believe. You didn't pray. You just pick and you take and you walk in it. And you become valueless in your life. You don't cherish the person anymore. You walk over him. The person you have spent time praying. The person you have spent time fasting. The person you have spent time sowing a seed in the prophet's life that the prophet will lead you to bring somebody into your life. Now you are walking over the person. You don't think about others. Until you consider others. Until you consider others, then the person you have prayed for to come into your life will be so much value in your life. Many of us, we don't believe the salvation that God has given to us. We don't think about others, yet the altar call was made and you walk into into the front of the church. You walk here from the aisle and you came in here. Then you said, Lord, I give myself to you. Forgive me my sins. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Father, cleanse me. Write my name in the book of life. The day that your name is written in the book of life is not for you alone. God has saved you so that you can also save somebody. Others. Who are you thinking about? The Bible said in John 3, 16, For God so loved the world that he gave. Who did God give to? Who did God give to? Who was God thinking about you and I? So he sent his only begotten son to come and die for us. When he came, he only not did did believe only himself by dying, but yet he built many disciples. Built all disciples and invested into the disciples and sent them out to the world and they also built many. Today me and you we have salvation. We have a church that we belong to. Who do you think about? When the day that you gave your life to Jesus Christ, who was the next person you considered to minister to so that that person will also have salvation? Who? But your prayer points, because you have saved you, your husband, you, your children, you, your money, you, where you will live, you, your finances, you, your marriage. And you realize that those things are the things that will bring hurts into your life. But I challenge you, church, the day you consider to pray for someone to be saved, the day the Lord opened his eyes to pray for you to be protected, that when the enemy comes like a flood, he will lift up a standard against that enemy because you are his son and his daughters. Somebody put your hands together for the Lord. Are you following me? Are you together with me, please, Manhattan? I want you to believe the word of God today. I am introducing this book to you. I don't know. Every time it's amazing today, I was thinking that when my father is not here, then he asks me to preach. Then there's a new book that is introduced for (laughs) 527. So I will will be the one to introduce the book to you. But listen, you know I'm not a teacher like Reverend Kwame. The man is a professor. He teaches the word. He really teaches. I have come to fill in for him. I am just borrowing this office. It's not mine. But I'm here to do the best as I can. So please, in my mistakes, try not to look at the mistakes, but look at the word of God that is coming. And I believe it will bless you. Hallelujah. So I want to introduce the book to you, which is called Addis. How many of you have seen this book or heard this book before? I have. Now, what is Addis? I believe if you have been listening to Bishop for a long time, at this point, you know the heart of the man. Hallelujah. The heart of the man is not for his doctrine, neither for the things that he has accomplished, but the heart of that man, you can see Jesus Christ in him, going everywhere preaching. He just came back from Asia somewhere for a whole month or so, preaching the gospel for who? For others. Now, there's somebody called William Booth. How many of you have heard William Booth? He is the founder of Salvation Army. And Salvation Army, the, the reason why he built that is, was because of others. Today, if you know Salvation Army, what do they do? They give things freely to others, correct? Now, his way was not only giving things, but for life to be saved. And he called for a big meeting. The big meeting that he called Everybody was ready because he was so big, so great minister, so great pastor. Everybody was looking forward to see what William Booth' message that he has for them. So they all came when they gathered. Big auditorium, more than Yankee Stadium, full full of people, masters, full of preachers, full of evangelists, full of prophets, and all teachers were gathered together to come and hear the voice of who William Booth. He had only one message. How many of you want to hear that message? I said he wants to, he, he only spoke one word. How many of you want to know what he said? Oh, other hands are down because you don't want to know. How many of you want to know what William Booth said to all of them? One word. That's him. An English Methodist preacher who along with his wife Catherine founded the Salvation Army and became it's first general. He's a general. The word he only spoke one word in the entire meeting. One word. Others. Somebody say others. Say others. William Booth realized after God has saved him and his wife and the family, life is not only about him, but others. Put your hearts together for the Lord. When the man thought about others, he began to send many people to everywhere to preach Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. To preach who? Today, corporate world will send people to go and work for money. Because that's what we desire. It is one of the most powerful prayer topics for every Christian. I I know. Trust me. I also need money. I need the money. <laughs> the l'argent. Hallelujah. I need it. But I want you to know, there comes a time that when you have. All that money in the bank account and something strike you. That money cannot come and save you. You need a man on your side. You need other person. You need somebody on your side. You need somebody to talk to you. You need somebody to hold you. You need somebody to hug you. You need somebody to speak words of encouragement into your life. In the point of your life dying, your money cannot speak to you. But you may need other person to speak to you. So William Booth. So William Booth spoke to them and said, "Think about others." Hallelujah. And today I want to talk to you about others. Hallelujah. Are you ready to hear me? My message is very short, but you will be finished shortly. Hallelujah. Do not do not struggle. Open up yourself for the Word of God to speak to you. And I really want you to look at the person sitting next to you and tell the person from today, I am considering you and I will be thinking about you. Tell that person sitting next to you. It's a voice. The Bible said that life and death. In Deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 19, the Bible said that life and death. The Bible said that I, God, have created life. And I have created death. I have created blessings. I have created cursing. But choose life. And as you are speaking life into somebody, life will manifest into that person's. <laughs> Manhattan, Manhattan. I don't feel you. I, you know, I wish I'm in Nigerian church. I said, I wish I'm in Nigerian church. At this point, there must be some vibration going on. Your aiming should be here. Should be heard. Five blocks away from here. If you believe what you are hearing, hallelujah. Glory be to God. <laughs> so, I want to talk to you about others and four things I want you to, or I want us to know, or we must remember about others. I may not finish all the four if God gives me the time, I may, but if not, do not worry. Reverend Kwame will come and continue for you. Hallelujah. <laughs> And church, I really want you to pay attention. If you can remember these four things, your life will change. If only you can remember these four things in others or about others, your life will change. Hallelujah. The first thing, are you writing them down? Everybody, you take notes. Please, I want you to take notes. Remember the scripture in Romans, it says these things are written at four time. If The history was not written. Today we will not know about John 3.16. Neither we would know that Hannah was a barren. And during her prayer, the, the Lord appeared unto her. And her barrenness ceased. If you can meditate those words of Hannah into your life, whatever that has become barrenness into you, fruitfulness will come over you. The Bible said that Jesus Christ died and on the third day, he resurrected. The power of God appeared unto him and raised him up. Hallelujah. Now, I come to challenge you. If you believe in such words, if you believe, that the power of God enter into the tomb and raise Jesus Christ from the dead. Every dead situation in your life is being resurrected by believing in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Right now, somebody believe and make some noise. He says, John four twenty-five. the first thing we must remember about others is that others need Christ. Others need who? Others need who? The Bible said that the woman said unto him, I know that Messiah cometh, which is called Christ. When he is come, he will tell us all things. How many of you know the story? We're talking about the woman of Samaria, correct? The Bible said that he, she was at the world, well, right? And Jesus Christ appeared, and Jesus started telling, telling about her story, correct? And the, the, then the woman said that Jesus said, "Give me something to drink." Then he says, "What are the what? Who has to do with what? What does the Samari what do with the Jew?" And this is the way some of us we think. This morning, if you listen to the flow, how many of you listen to flow? With Bishop. Oh, it was posted. Flow. Bishop gave seven meaning of X. The X is unknown. You know, some of you are very intelligent, like Lady Pastanita. She did an accounting, right? And she do X's. When, you know, some equations, they put two times X times this. Michelle. <laughs> and find the value of X, right? X is or what? Unknown. <laughs> unknown factor that you have to search and find it. That is what it is in the church today. There are many exes in the church. There are many exes in the church. There are some of us that a lot of things are going within us painfully. But we are sitting down with our face smiling and you think everything is okay. So when you also come with all your issues and that person is sitting there, you are angry with that person for no reason. There are many X factors in the church and we must consider every X's that are here because this is the ark. this is the act that every monster was there as deer was there lion was was there but the lion did not chew the deer they compromised each other the cats who always looking for the mice to what to chew the mice were there but you couldn't he, he valued the mind so much such that Charlie, you need to be in this ark because the flood outside is terrible. If you go outside, you will be swamped. Hallelujah. But the Bible said that the, 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 the deer or whatever animal who likes other animals, they value each other. So in the church, we must value everybody that is here. We must consider everybody that is here. Whether you smell good, whether you stink, whether you took a shower, you didn't take a shower, whether you dress good or you don't dress We don't care what you have, but we care about your human being who as you are because you are the one that Christ created in his own image. <laughs> the, day, the day that you begin to value the person, you will consider the person's burden. So as you have come, whatever you're going through, have in you that somebody is even going through worse. So you are not going to make it worse for that person, but rather you are going to make the person's life comfortable. So the Samaritan, she was going through a lot, and Jesus told her about all the things that she was going through. She was marveled. But you know something? The good thing about that woman, after she heard she realized that I am not the only one that I'm going through this situation. I'm not the only woman that I have five wives that are not even... Five words. Husband, sorry. <laughs> I don't want you to leave here and say, this church We preach that <laughs> a female... Can make it was a... When your mouth does not say what it's supposed to say, slip of tongue. <laughs> you see, that's why I need a Anita to sit here because she speaks good English. <laughs> It's just a slip of tongue, jammer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you with me, church? The woman realized that she's not the only one that... Five husbands. Five boyfriends. Boyfriends. Some of you, you have four. It's not five here. Don't worry. You're okay. You even have two. keep coming to church. I said, keep coming to church. Everything is in the church. It's not outside. If you are thinking that all the sinners are out there, you are deceiving yourself. The sin, the worst sin is not outside. It's in the church. Why Jesus Christ came to die? Not for the righteous. The righteous are out there. If we are all righteous, we will not be here. We know that we are all sinners. That's why we have come to seek the face of Jesus Christ. So don't be proud and raise your shoulders and thinking that there's nothing wrong with you. I tell you. The day you acknowledge that you are a sinner, the day your sins will be forgiven you. The woman acknowledged she's not the only sinner. So she went to the city. The Bible said that, when therefore the Lord knew how Pharisees. Oh, you have changed my message. Don't preach your message, please. Preach my message. Hallelujah. I'm kidding you, yeah flow. The woman said unto him, I know that Messiah cometh, which is called Christ. When he is come, he will tell us all things. Continue. Verse 26. Jesus said unto her, I that speak unto you, I am he. Says somebody, tell somebody, everyone needs Jesus. Others need Jesus. You have known Jesus, but there are others who are not here. They also need Jesus in their lives. Now hear this. And upon this came his disciples, and marveled that he talked with the woman. Yet no man said, What seekest thou? Or why talkest thou with her? Continue, please. The woman then left her parts. The woman then left her what? And went her where? Into where? And said to who? The man is a kind. It's every every man and a woman. It signifies everyone that is here. You are the woman. People are out there. What the Lord has given to you in this church, whatever you brought into this church, whatever sin you brought into this church, and you have heard Jesus Christ, leave that pot in the church. Leave that pot in the church. The Bible said that the woman left her pot with Reverend Kwame. She left that port with Reverend Kwame and went to the city and spoke. She didn't preach. She just invited people. She just invited people. Manhattan, the, 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 the swollen Sunday is coming. Leave your port in the church and invite somebody to come and hear the voice of Jesus Christ. You just do what you have been doing to do. You have heard about Jesus. You have heard about what he has told you. Many of us we come to church, we hear conviction of the Holy Spirit. That is the voice of Jesus Christ talking to you. He may not come physically to stand before you Kwame and introduce himself that I am the Messiah. He may use Reverend Kwame to minister to you because Jesus said, I created you in my image and if Jesus Christ died and resurrected and you are alive today, he is in you. If my word abide in you and you abide in me, if my word abide in you and you abide in me, if the word of Jesus Christ is in you, then you are Jesus Christ sitting down. And people need the Lord. I say, people need the Lord. The Bible said that the woman left her pot and went up her way into the city and said unto them, What did He what did she say to them? Come, see a man which told me all things that I, Ever I did, it's not this the Christ. Everybody needs Jesus. You just go and tell your friends, your neighbors, your colleagues, your co-workers, come and see Jesus, the man who has turned my life around. Many of you counsels and prayers has kept you in the church. Counsels and prayers have saved your life. Counsels and prayers have saved your marriage, yet you are not talking about Christ to your friends who are going through divorce, who are going through situations, who are going through all sorts of obstacles, who are going through sickness and diseases. You are not inviting them to come and hear the voice of Jesus Christ. You are just looking over them to die, to go through the pains and the agonies. That is not the calling. Church, we need others. Your neighbors need Christ in them. People need Christ. The Bible said that then they went out of the city and came unto him. She only said to them, come and see. And they followed her. Listen to this. In the meanwhile, his disciples prayed with him, saying, master, eat. Continue. But he said unto them, I have meat to eat. Continue. I just want you to hear the point of, I think it's 40. Therefore said the disciples one to another, had any man brought him food? Continue. Jesus is not talking about the food. Many of us, we will see food and forget about souls. We will call for evangelism, but because you have prepared your palm nut soup and whatever that is added to it to eat, you don't want to leave that. You will call and give excuses upon excuses. Today, many of us give a lot of excuses just to serve the Lord. But church, your excuse will not turn your life around. The only way is if you overlooked at your excuse and consider other the problem you are going through somebody is going through more than you but if you start thinking about others god will turn your life and fulfill your need for you Amen. can you jump to verse 40, 40 verse 40 so when the samaritan were come unto him they besought him that he would tarry with them and he abode the Go back to 38, please. I want you to see something, what happened when Jesus came. I sent you to reap that whereon ye bestowed. No labor, other man labored, and ye entered into the laborers. If you continue, he said to them that the whole city was saved just by the woman calling them to meet Christ. One lady saved the whole city. Manhattan, you don't know what is in you. Perhaps you can save your neighborhood. Just by ministering to somebody, just by inviting somebody. If you can invite one person, everybody here, we are more than 40 or 52 or 60. If we can invite one person, the next week we will be how many? 144, correct? Now, those people, when they come and believe, what will happen? That is the church growth. That is Christ being filled in others' life. And the years that you have been in the church... The reason why you are still here because you believe Christ has done so much for you. Think about others. Others need Christ. Hallelujah. I said, Others need Christ. You must always remember there are many who need Jesus Christ. Number two, the second thing that we must remember we, when I say we, all of us must remember is others need a shepherd. Others need who? What is a shepherd? Mark six thirty-four. Mark six thirty-four. You know, Jesus could not overlook the state of people because he knows how dangerous a destiny could be when you have no shepherd. Shepherd in you, Mary Alice. And because of that, he came as a shepherd and died for us. If not the crucifixion of Jesus Christ and the resurrection power of him, none of us will be here today. But for him sacrificing and coming to die for us, today, me and you, for through his life, he he made many disciples, and those disciples also sacrificed and ministered the word of God, and went into the world and preached. And today, we also are here. It does not end. There are many who still need Jesus. And it is for us to minister. So you must be a shepherd to somebody. Don't wait for you to be said that, or for some, a pastor to tell you that you have ordained or appointed as a shepherd. You have to be a shepherd to your neighbor, shepherd to your children, shepherd to your friends, your colleagues. Every one of us is a shepherd. And they come to a point we must have sheep in our lives. Somebody you are ministering to, somebody that you are counseling, somebody that you are praying for. Every one of us needs shepherd. And if you have a shepherd in your church, there are others out there also need shepherd. You have to go and bring them to have a shepherd over their lives. Are you all enjoying the shepherding of Reverend Kwame? Are you enjoying the counseling of Reverend Kwame? Are you enjoying the teaching of Reverend Kwame? Then there are others out there who need the same counseling that you are receiving, the same messages, the same prayer, the same help that you are getting. There are others who need that. It's for you. Reverend Kwame cannot do it alone. This is the reason why Moses could not do it, And Jesus Christ raised him and said that, Call other 70 to work with you. So we need every one of you, Manhattan Church, to apply our hands together and build the house of God. And your life will never be the same. I said your life will never be the same. Amen. My time, because we have, in church, please, as soon as the service is over, it's 1 o'clock, I don't want you to leave. As you are sitting down, the same way you're going to sit down because we are about to have a service for our brother David. no. I can only give you 2 minutes for wee wee break. Then we come back and we continue. If but if you don't need that wee wee break, you don't need to go. We all sit here and have our service. What do you think? Are you excited about that? Glory be to God. I bring my service to the end by sharing something very important with you about others The the most important of others, or why it is important to pray for others. Genesis chapter 20 verse 17. Manhattan, is there anybody here that is going through situations that is very difficult for her or him? Nobody. That's why you guys don't write prayer topics. So nobody have prayer burden. Thank you. It's okay. (laughs) I don't see no hands is there anything that is troubling you that you have been waiting to see the result from the lord if you believe say amen, amen. you see this is why you don't have husbands and wives you you are sitting down when we say who wants us you are sitting down as if you don't but meanwhile you are waiting for who wants a wife you are sitting down as if you don't want any wife amen. bible said that ask and it shall be given unto you seek and you will find, knock, and the door shall be open unto you. Thou who does not knock, it shall never be open. The one who did not ask, it will never. You will never find answers and results until you ask. Many beautiful women, they are walking on the street, swinging, 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 and they're shaking, shaking, and shaking. Uh, and they, they, them, they tell themselves, I don't need a man. I don't need a man because there's no man in your life. That's why you don't need. I work with a lot of women. Hey, the things I hear they come and sit right in the next station as others are talking about their husbands and their boyfriends those who don't have I don't need a man I don't need no man to come and give me wahala I don't need a man to... then give them some weeks or a month and they find another man in their life they go out for dinner they come back the topic Oh man, I met this man. He's so nice. He's so sweet. He took me out. He did this, including the things they're not supposed to do. They will even come and tell because it has been happening in their lives. You don't need a man. Bible says that it is not good for a ma- a woman or a man to be alone. It is not good. It is not good. Anything that is not good, opposite is what? Bad. What does other words for bad? Bad words. Bad what? If it's not bad, the worst part is what? Worst. (laughs) Bad words. Worst. (laughs) Put your hands together for the Lord. So if you need something, ask. If you are walking and somebody asks you, don't be shy and don't be embarrassed to say, I don't have it and I need help. You don't ask for help, you will never. Psalm 37, the Bible says that ask the Lord patiently and ask for what? Help. God will do what? He will help you. Genesis 20 verse 17. I want to open your eyes to something that it is so important to consider. I don't care what issues you are going through. I care about you receiving the results of what you are going through not the issues because i am not looking at the situation that you are going through i am trying to lift up your eyes to look unto jesus because he's bigger than the situation that you are going through are we together so the bible said that and abraham prayed unto god and god healed abimelech and his wife and his maidservants, servants and they bear what children. Now, we all know the story of this, Abraham. When Abraham was with his wife, if you read from the back, the Bible said that Abraham introduced his wife as what? A sister. To who? The Abimelech. Abimelech is the king of that place. And Abimelech took advantage of this woman, decided to take this woman into her room and just bless himself. Are are, are we together? As some of us, we've done it in the past. The one that is not your wife, you bring it home, and you feel certain boomboombush in your body, and right there you decided to bless. But this time the Bible says, continue. If you read the Bible said that then the Lord appeared unto Abimelech, and the Lord gave warning unto Abimelech and said, Touch not this woman before something else. So, and God came to Abimelech in a dream by night and said to him, Behold, thou art but a dead man. You are dead man walking. For the woman which thou hast taken, for she is a man's wife. So, you know the story that Abraham too was what? Waiting to have children. For years, Abraham and his, his wife They've been waiting for a long time to have children. They cannot bear children. But the Bible said that when Abimelech decided to seduce Abraham's wife, as Abraham called her, her sister, after all the things that the Lord appeared unto Abraham, I mean Abimelech, Abimelech came and apologized. And Abraham did what? Prayed. Now, remember, Abraham has an issue. He has an issue of not being able to have children. But the prayer that Abraham prayed for Abimelech and his wife and the entire household, the maidservant, is that Lord cause them to bear fruits. Let the, seed, the womb, the barrenness, be seized, uh, and open their womb for them to bear children. Somebody, I don't care what you are going through. I don't care what barrenness you have in you. I don't care what your trouble is. I want you to consider your burden and pray for someone who is going through the same thing that you are going through, and God will tend to resolve your issues. And Abraham prayed unto God, and God healed Abimelech, and his wife, and his maid and they bear what? They bear what? Now the Bible says, if you continue in um, Exodus, I read to you. If you continue in in Exodus, I mean Second Kings, four one to seven, one to thirty-seven. Now it's time because of time I will not be able to, but I want to summarize to you. The Bible said that, not quiet long, not quiet long, the angel of the Lord appeared unto Abraham and appeared unto Sarah, and immediately they bare Isaac. You see, the results of how prayers can be answered. I know you have a burden. I know you're going through a certain things. I know there's a certain sickness that is bothering you. I know there are is certain issues. I know there are so many things that is going on in your life. But, beloved, consider others. And pray for them. I said, and pray for them. And the day that you will pray for them, I can assure you today by the grace of God, by the power of the Holy Spirit, your problems, your issues, your, your tormentors, they will leave you because you have prayed for somebody. What is your burden? What is your issue? Somebody's issue is bigger than yours. But don't consider yours. Don't sit and spend time fasting and praying for only yours. Uncle Jay. Think about the brother over there. And spend time fasting and praying without him knowing. Mention his name. Go on your knees. Go on your knees. My God. Go on your knees and cry unto the Lord, and tell the Lord, the brother, whatever you are going through, that brother is going through whatever situation. Lift up the name of that brother unto the Lord, and pray for that brother, and fast for that brother. You'll resolve. God will resolve your issues. I say God will fix your issues. But unfortunately of us, was- we tend to spend time praying for ourselves, our needs, our burdens, and yet we have not seen results. Manhattan, I just want to open your eyes to change situations. Change things around. Consider others. Think about others. Pray for others. Speak about others. I'm talking about speaking words of encouragement. Praying for them when they don't know. Recently, I paid a visit to a brother and their family. And I visited and another brother was there. So after the chatting, playing around, exciting with the kids and everybody, we prayed. When we prayed, the Spirit of the Lord, the Princess of the Lord appeared unto us. And in the prayer, something about the brother who has come to visit the brother that I also visited. Then after the prayer, the brother said, Pastor, can you come and pray with me? I said, sure. Didn't know where he lives. So I took the number and I told the brother, I will not sit on this for another day. The following day or two, the brother called me and I traveled all the way to the brother's place. Whilst I was going, I was praying, I was speaking in tongues, I was crying unto the Lord. And as I was meditating on the things of the Lord, the angel of the Lord appeared unto me, spoke about me about the brother's life, the things that is happening in his life and in his house and the things that is around his house. As I was praying, the heavens opened unto us and the Lord showed me two trees in front of that brother's house. My God. And the Lord spoke to me and said, those trees are planted to destroy the life because those who used to live there, the squatters, They planted something under that tree. Little that did I know. When I mentioned it, the guy told me, "Pastor, the wind just blew off the tree." Think about others. God will use you to touch the heart of others. God will turn other people's life around. So many things going on in others' life, but if you don't think about them, your problem will still sit on you. Manhattan, please, I beg you, on behalf of Reverend Kwame, the pastors, the work is a lot. But let's think about others. There are only handful that are in the church. Something that is going on, I was asking Lady Pastor Anita how we can go about it. When I cast my eyes, I couldn't find anybody that I can call to do such work. I can't call my pastor Reverend Kwame. He's my senior pastor. There's certain things it must be on us but when he's not around and something needs to be done that means we can't get anybody because if revenue is here by all means I will be what I will be filling in for how about you who are you thinking swollen Sunday is coming invite somebody God will fix your issues for you I say God will turn around and fix your issues for you Your the things that are bothering you God will change it in your situation stand up onto your feet I wanna be more like You, Jesus. I wanna
3: be more like, oh, wanna be more like Lift up your hands. I wanna be a
2: vessel to You. Do you really mean it? I wanna be. More like you oh jesus I wanna be more like you oh I wanna be more like wanna be more i wanna be
3: more like
2: you to lift up your hands everybody make this your prayer unto your heart that may the Lord give you help a help from the Holy Spirit so that you can also be a helper to others praise the Lord give me grace grace to be a helper to others give me grace to pray for someone give me grace to save someone's life give me grace To win souls for you, Lord, as you have saved me, as you have given me salvation, Lord, give me grace to minister you unto others. Somebody lift up your hands and pray. In the next 45 seconds, speak from the depth of your heart. Let the Holy Spirit hear you. In the name of Jesus the son of the living god father give us the speed of grace to help to be a helper to many give us the speed of grace oh god to become helpers to many to others in the name of jesus somebody put your heart on your hands on your heart and speak and say lord give me the grace the speed of grace my god to be a helper to somebody in the name of jesus christ oh god I wanna, wanna be, be more, more like you. I wanna be more like Jesus. Jesus. I, wanna I wanna be a vessel He
3: went through. I, I wanna, wanna
2: be more like He want to be, I to be. Father, we thank you for your Word that has spoken. Father, I pray that you open our ears to hear and open our heart to be receptive. That today, oh God, Father, we will consider others. Father, may we think about them. May we pray for them. May we help them. Jesus said, I was in prison. You did not visit me. I was naked. You did not clothe me. When I was hungry, you did not feed me. Mm-hmm. And the man of God said, Lord, where were you in the prison that we did not visit? Where were you that we did not Clothe you? When were you naked? And the Lord said, as you did not do it for the others, you did not do it unto me. Manhattan, Father, may our hearts be open unto others that we may receive from you in Jesus' mighty name that we pray. And every sense say Amen! Amen. Amen. A louder Amen! Amen. I say a louder amen. Amen! Oh, somebody give a clap offering unto the Lord!